Welcome to And With Your Spirit, a homily podcast that takes preaching out of the sanctuary and moves it into your daily life. Let us make ourselves open to the voice of Christ and the movement of the Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed. Good evening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A special welcome home to all of our college students who have escaped their campuses early uh, for the Thanksgiving-slash-Christmas-slash-COVID break. It's really good to have you back here on the west side in Evansville uh, tonight. Tonight we have several options for saints that we can celebrate, or we could just do a regular kind of Monday evening, which if you know me, I'll never do a regular Monday evening. But tonight, uh, two of the three options for the saints, there's three men actually, two of the three are martyrs, and so I'm picking St. Clement of Rome since he was the first of the bunch. He gets the pride of place tonight. He was the fourth pope um, after Peter and a couple of other successors who lead the church in the early days, and it led ultimately to his execution at the hands of the Roman emperor. The Lord be with you. Uh, Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When Jesus looked up, he saw some wealthy people putting their offerings into the treasury, and he noticed a poor widow putting in two small coins. He said, I tell you truly, this poor widow put in more than all the rest, for those others have all made offerings from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has offered her whole livelihood." The Gospel of the Lord. Is it really about the money? We're very familiar with this gospel story tonight. It appears in Luke's gospel this evening. It appears other places in the synoptics. We know the story. There's a busy marketplace or the synagogue kind of temple area. People are walking around. I don't know if you've seen the pictures or heard of the depictions. Uh, Back when they would throw money in, it was like into these giant, what looks like kind of trumpet or trombone-shaped metal containers. And as you threw in money, you would hear it fall down, just like at the mall. Those uh, yellow things to make you give money to Miracle, something like that, you know what I'm talking about? You put the money in, it gets to roll around for a while, right? They get to take your money while you be entertained, you know? (laughs) So you would throw your money in these what were called horns, and as they hit the metal horn, you could hear the money going into the treasury, Well, just like today, a quarter is bigger than a dime, and so more money made more noise, and more noise meant you were more generous. Jesus tonight is pointing out these people, and he says, look at them throwing in their money, and he points out the little widow who gives two cents, her two cents. She gives it, and he says, she gave more. Is it really about the money? Jesus says elsewhere, wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. It seems to me that that statement is so true. Right now, call to mind the most valuable thing that you own. Maybe a house, maybe a car, maybe a computer, maybe investments. What's the most valuable thing that you own? Or the, or the most valuable things, the top five? For me... It's my car. That's the most valuable thing I own. The next is probably my phone, which is kind of sad. <laughs> That's the next most valuable thing I own. <laughs> I guess you could say a chalice or you know, something like that. But 
Yeah, that's, that's it, right? Most of us who look at what we own, where our treasure is, maybe our heart is there. Why do we all want our own home? It's so that we can choose to paint the wall gray or not, or to put a garden out this year or not, or to walk around in our boxers inside those four walls or not. Not self-revealing here. We like our own home so we can choose to worship in secret or not. We like property because it gives us freedom. We like a car because we can tell the whole world, I will go where I want, when I want to go, and I'll go the direction I want to go as well. We like our phones and our computers because they give us access to information, or at least to entertainment. They give us access to the world so we can say what we want to say, when we want to say it. We can do it sometimes anonymously, although pretty much someone's always watching. We like these things because they give us freedom. And I wonder if that's not where our heart is. Independence. And then I ask, is it really about the money? Is that really your treasure? Is that what it's about? I think it's an interesting question for us. It seems like the answer is obviously, yes, it's about the money. Most of us put our money where we think things are important. Actually, in seminary, they teach us priests that people will vote at your parish in two ways. At the collection and with their feet. If the numbers go down, you're doing something wrong. Or maybe you're doing something right. And if no money comes in the basket, you probably were a jerk, you know? They said they vote with their money and their feet. It seems like it is, to some degree, about the money. But it also seems to me like it's perhaps a bit of a chicken and egg principle. If if I spend my money on Netflix, what am I going to spend my time doing? Netflix. If I spend my money on vacations, guess what I'm going to spend my time doing? Maybe being with family, but probably traveling, you know, away, not working. If I spend my money on clothing, I'm going to care about how I look. It seems like that's how we measure ourselves in society. Not on a human scale, but on an economic one. If, if, if your coworker men makes more than you do at, at, at your job, they make twice as much as you do, you feel like they must be twice as important or twice as powerful or twice as productive, and it hurts. We hate that. Men measure all the time, right? Productivity. Our women, um, I'm not just pick on you for clothing, but I know women care about clothing. If you see somebody else wearing, I don't even know an example, Louis Vuitton. Is that one? That's good. If you see them wearing that, women often, guys can do it too, women often think, well, if she's able to wear that, she must be more treasured than I am. I'm stuck in my regular clothes from Kohl's and my regular perfume from Kohl's and my regular shoes. Kohl's is the popular place, right? But if we look at those numbers, if we look at that clothing, is it not more than sufficient? I get paid less than other priests do because I'm younger and because I'm not a pastor yet. And if I could sit here and complain that I don't get the pastor's salary or that I don't, haven't accrued the interest yet of working over, we get 30 bucks a year pay raise. Yeah, boys join the priesthood, get rich. <laughs> if I look at other people's salaries and start measuring my worth, if I look, look at other people's clothing and measure my worth, then, then what ends up happening is, is we end up sticking money where things don't belong. And so, like I said, chicken or egg. What if we flipped it? What if it is about the money? 
What if instead of spending our money on Christmas cards that have our family vacation on them or pictures of our dogs, what if we spend our money on Christmas cards that had a sacred image of the only family anyone should imitate? No offense. And it's Jesus's. What, what, what would happen when we showed up at our Christmas party this December? When someone had asked us about the holy image that we found, that we knew about, that they didn't have access to, instead of asking us about our fur babies, or whether or not travel was complicated this year because of COVID on our vacation. What if we started spending our money every time we went to the store, instead of just buying the, the things that we wanted, we also started tithing and throwing in an extra canned good or box of macaroni or uh, another thing of toilet paper. That's a touchy subject. <laughs> And saving that in a cabinet in our house, labeled, for those who need it. And when it got full, maybe we actually had to go somewhere with it. Wouldn't that change our minds? We went to the, we went to the cupboard next and pulled out a can of soup to make a quick lunch instead of getting to go to Chick-fil-A. Would we not think twice about being grateful for that can of soup if we saw somebody else's can of soup there they didn't get yet because we haven't given it to them? I really do think... I really do think it is about the money. And I think that if we started spending our money differently, maybe our treasure would look a little bit differently. But I also think it's not about the money. If you look at the lives of the three people that we could possibly celebrate today, we know nothing about their wealth. St. Clement was, the, was in the line of Peter as one of the bishops of Rome, one of the popes. He died because he wouldn't give up the faith. In the eternal city. We, we could have Blessed Miguel Pro, Saint Miguel Pro, from Mexico. He gave up his life to become a Jesuit and traveled here, and because he would not listen to the state which told him what to do and instead said, Jesus Christ is my king and you're not, they killed him. That's poverty. There's, there's nothing, it's nothing about the money there. The other one was an abbot, Columban. I mean, come on, monks, they got nothing, right? These three people that we have on display for tonight, that we have options to choose, they show us it's not about the money. I mean, it is about the money, though. You see, I think the complicated thing for us is that we're both spiritual and material. And so it's always going to be about it and not about it. What you do with what you have will change who you are. But likewise... The widow is saved. She's held up tonight by Jesus Christ. Not because of her money. What did he say about her? He said, she gave more. Why? Not because she gave money. But because in her poverty, she gave her whole life. That's what I think it's about. Let us pray. May the sacred mysteries of which we have partaken, O Lord, we pray, give us that determination which made your blessed martyr Clement of Rome faithful in your service and victorious in his suffering. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. A couple of quick announcements. Uh, First of all, for those who like to send Christmas cards out with their family picture on them, it's fine, okay? (laughs) I realized after I said that, I might cause a whole bunch of problems. It was a thought experiment, all right? Just to think about it, right? I was using an extreme example. My mom does the same thing. She's going to get mad at me for saying that too. Think about it though, right? How we spend our money reflects and it changes our life. It really does. The Lord be with you. 
May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life.